ready. This is Alex J. Aguiar. Are you ready to pod? Let's go again. Quiet, please. Ready. What better way to wrap up 2023 than with Mel Chestnut? She's been on the show a couple times, and she's going to give us an update. First, let's start off with So Good To Be True. This is where Mel met this guy on the internet, and they were dating for a couple of months. And then one weekend, Mel has to go away for work. The guy stays over her house, but little did he know that Mel had surveillance cameras everywhere. Ready. I could see a woman just uh, laying there, butt naked, uh, right beside the camera. Here in the, in the clip that you showed me, he's on the phone talking to you, very chilled, and then she's like giving, practically giving him like a blowjob under the sheets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this particular footage um, is from the camera that he knew about. The lights, all the lights are just bright as day. Of course, it's night, but he's got all the lights on, the TV on, and he's FaceTiming me, actually. You can hear me talking. He's looking at me, and he's got one of his legs propped up, you know, like his knee is up. And if so, when I look at the footage, it just looks like his knees propped up, you know, nothing's going on. But something told me just to, to zoom in and it's, it's their light orange sheets. So when I zoomed in, I, it, you can just clearly see that there's this girl underneath my sheets. It was like a fairy tale, you know, and, and it's just hard for me to believe that every single thing for, for months was, was all a lie. Ready. Okay, Mel, so after that episode, you ended up taking him to court. Give us an update on what happened. Well, I had not actually filed the civil lawsuit yet. Uh, I did what what the court recommends, and that's to send a demand letter first and give them, you know, a week or so to to pay uh, the debt for the damages or whatever it is that you're suing for or want to sue for. Uh, he did not respond to that. Um, I was still giving it some time. And so in between that, what's interesting is uh, one day I get a knock on the door and it's the sheriff and the sheriff served me with a restraining order from him. And so I had to put everything aside and deal with with the restraining order. Um, And we just had our court date. And of course he lost. He was trying to claim that I was stalking him and going to his job. Uh, in the end, um, of course, I had a, hired a lawyer, and he didn't have any defense. He had no evidence of, of anything, but um, long story short, he he did that thinking that it would prevent me from moving forward with the civil lawsuit, which could have affected that if it had actually was put in place, but the judge dismissed it immediately. It was just nonsense. So now I have moved forward with the civil lawsuit, which he has not been served yet, but wow. it's coming. Oh, Wow. And what was his reaction? Um, well, he was very upset when the when the judge dismissed the case. He was actually trying to speak, and she wouldn't even acknowledge acknowledge him at that point because he was like, "I have a question. I have a question." And the judge just kept talking and then dismissed it. All right, Mal. So once that case is over, I want you back on the show because we gotta know what happens with this guy. Oh boy! All right. So now let's go back to I can't even believe it. I'm saying this five years ago. When Landon was 10 years old, now he's 15, you have an update for us. This was the first time you were on pod with me, and it was regarding your son wearing makeup. Landon. Ready. He was, he was uh, in the bathroom, and he was pretending that he was, I'm assuming, you know, he was pretending he was James Charles, and he was 
um, he had, you know, makeup all over his face and he had drew, drew one unibrow and then he was teaching how to, he was looking at himself in the mirror, pretending that he was, had an audience and he was, you know, and you were like, he didn't know you were there. Obviously. He, he didn't know I was there at first. So then I went in and I sat down and I, he did my makeup. He put my makeup on me and, um, and that, that's just been two weeks ago. So now he's wanting to color his hair. Oh, so now it's going to a, a step further. Mm-hmm. I just I told him that, well, maybe over the summer um, we could do that. Well, it's, it's, what's hard is is that um, my, my mom, uh, born in Troy, Alabama, she's, um, she's very, very old-fashioned, and she's 150% against anything that, you know, um, is not traditional. Um, when we were leaving my mother's house uh, just the day before yesterday, she said, I don't want him getting in the swimming pool, and I don't want him coming back wearing any makeup. And she knows already that he puts makeup? She knows that he um, has been putting on makeup at, with me because he goes back home with a little bit of, you know, makeup on his eyes or, you know, we try to wash it off. But um, she, I mean, I had a, bought a box of Cheerios for him. And when I dropped it off at her house, it had Ellen DeGeneres on it. And she took a, she took a Sharpie and drew a wig on her. And she's like, I, I don't know why, what this, this nonsense bringing into my house, you know, and, and drew a wig on, on Ellen because she, you know, she's very tough. So, so Landon is right now, I could, I can tell just even like a mother's instinct that, you know, he, oh, well, I can't do that because it'll, it's going to upset grandma. So he's like, he, when he's with me, he can be himself. When he's with grandma, he's, he's having to hide it. And that's my struggle because he's with her a lot because I'm, I'm, you know, I work a lot. Um, he prefers pretty much to live with grandma most of the time than, than at our house. Um, and then I have a, a brother that's 12 years older than me that lives with my mom. He's. He's just like her. She, he's very, he's, you know, backwoods, country boy, you know, cowboy hat wearing. It's all about being a, a guy. And, uh, and, he, and Landon struggles with him, too. So wow. that's, that's where I think the balance is off. What yes. has changed? What's going on? What's the status? Well, he, he's still, um, he's pretty much still the same. He's, his hair is, is past his shoulders now. And uh, he's being homeschooled. He's, he's still with grandma. They moved uh, to North Florida, which is about 10 hours from Miami. So he's quite, quite a bit of ways away. But uh, he's, he's come out of the shell a little bit more. But he's, I can tell he's still very curious about um, the other world, I guess you could say. And there was one night that he actually had, he was wanting to talk to me about something, but he seemed nervous. We were on FaceTime. And he, it, he didn't just come out and say, mom, I'm gay, but he, he was kind of hinting around to it. Cause we were talking about something and he said, Oh, I, I, I can't see myself ever being married or having kids. And I said, well, why do you say that? Cause you don't like girls. And he just kind of like, uh, with that embarrassed kind of look, like look down, you know, and kind of put his, his hand over his eyes. And so I could kind of tell that, you know, he was, he was wanting to say, that he, he didn't like girls, but he was unsure about it. So I'm just letting him, you know, when he's comfortable enough to tell me, he'll tell me. So now, do you talk to him a lot? Yeah, I talk to him all the time. We FaceTime. Sometimes we FaceTime every night of the week, you know, good. sometimes we, we don't talk for a week or two. So good. Yeah, but he's good. He's good. Okay, mm-hmm. good. And his uh, grandma? She's still the same. Just a, just a bitter woman. <laughs> oh my goodness. Poor, poor that in that case. But um, the important thing that he's good. That he's well. He tried to. He he did try to start high school in the new town that they live in, which is the same town that my mom 
she went to elementary school in this, this little town and I actually went to eighth grade there. And the fir- very first day he was picked on for his long hair and two boys grabbed him by the, th- by the throat and tried to choke him in the gym. So my mom pulled him out of the school immediately and now he's homeschooled. So, but yeah, he tried oh, <laughs> so on wow. the first day he, he got bullied. So, wow. That's that's crazy, and and nowadays where it's more accepted, but it depends where you are then. Right, right. This this area, they're not exposed to like the real world at all. <laughs> so. All right, so we're moving on to the time you had poltergeists in your house, paranormal activity. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard this episode, you must hear it because it's absolutely frightening. I don't know how you dealt with it, and um, it was pretty scary at the time because Mel just appeared at my house. Um, and we started taping and crazy stuff happened. I don't know. Just uh, let's take a quick li- listen to what happened. I cannot wait to hear the update on paranormal activity. Ready. Mel, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? <gasps> All right. All right. Literally, as we were going to start, start uh, taping this podcast, uh, the computer fell off the lap, my lap and hit a big glass of Coke, fell on the floor. And hit my flip-flops. <laughs> All right. We're, let's just say it was just an accident, not a, an entity trying to stop us from doing this podcast. You were um, actually looking over your footage, right? How, tell me what happened and what did you see? Well, um, I was actually, uh, I wasn't even at the house. I had left the house around 8.30 p.m. Uh, it was a Friday night. I uh, went to a friend's place, stayed the night. So I was actually the next morning... Um, you know, I always like to, when I'm gone, you know, I look over the footage. Um, and I didn't have any notifications because if there's anything that will move in the house or, or, or whatever, even a little plant next to it or a fly, I get a notification on, on my Apple Watch, on my phone. And I had not gotten any notifications at all um, the whole time I was gone. I thought that was kind of odd, even if the dogs bark or, or whatever. So I was just, I was looking through the timeline and I was kind of scrolling where you can, where the video will kind of, they'll move fast. Um, so I was just, I was just looking down at it and I noticed um, there was like, my eyes noticed like something changed and it was, you know, something on the table. It was like, it was white and it was there and then I was kind of scrolling fast and then it was gone but there was no notification that there was any movement so that's when I noticed um, that there was some activity in the house and and no one is there um, but the dogs but the dogs uh, obviously in the video you know they're on the their side of the house sleeping so they're not even anywhere in the video so um, so that's whenever I I kind of went back on the timeline to see what time the movement started. Um, and then that's how I, I, I found out that there was, there's something there, you know, m- moving something across the table. I sat in the car for a good hour, um, just like... Digesting the whole thing. Yeah, because, I, you know, you always hear about these things on TV. I'm a firm believer, and yes, I do believe there's, there's um, spirits out there, good, bad, you know, I believe in, in on all that, um, but to actually see it, and I, you know, I know that there's nobody at the house. I know that, uh, you know, when it's your own home and and you see this, it's like, okay, so my, my my brothers aren't there. There's no way that anybody's playing any type of trick on me. There's nobody in the house, um, and so it was just like, okay, is the bag okay? It must have just blown off. But no, it's it's obvious. It sat there for nine hours. The bag that was it was laying on. It doesn't budge 
whatsoever. And then the dark area on the ceiling, I cannot explain that. All right, Mel, we're going to need some help here. I'm going to call psychic and medium Alexis Reyes, who also finds people for the FBI. She's been on the show before. And her husband, Kike, who is a specialist for paranormal activity, is also going to join us. And let's see what they have to say about this video. I already texted them the video. Um, they texted me they already saw it while we were having this interview. So let's see what they say. The first thing that came to mind is usually you have to, you know, alienate the causes of a hunting. Hunting is usually related to the land, a home, or the person, sort of a death in the family or a, any suicide. Um, also, there's things that can cause these things to happen as well. Uh, like he was saying, like suicide, uh, bad blood in, 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 in family. There can also be factors in people's different religion that can cause these things to happen. Okay. You do have a best friend a couple years ago committed suicide, correct? Yes. Uh, then, um, 2016, yeah, he, he, it was a murder-suicide. They accused him of kill, killing a man and then driving 20 minutes, killing his mother and killing his 10-year-old sister, which he would just, I can't ever see him doing, and then killing himself. It was a, it was a drug deal, um, gone bad, but I feel like somebody either followed him to the house and forced him to shoot his family, or, you know, um, he shot him because he knew that they were going to come do it themselves, you know. Okay, so. let me interrupt you then. So let me get this right. He shot his mo his 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 mother. He 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 sh he shot a man, um, one of his friends, uh, in, in the chest uh, twice, and then got in his car and drove to his mother's where he lived. He had just moved back in with his mom, and he he walked in with a big shotgun and he shot and killed her, and then he went to the sister's room and killed her, and then turned the gun on himself. And uh, that, that will change that will change the whole dynamic of this is a, a much deeper case and it's gonna it, it it it's this is a little scary. Everybody who's been in that house is the normal people that are in that house. Nothing has changed. There's no one new. No, no one new. Um, my um the roommate that I have um his, his wife passed away um in 2015 of cancer um. And I know that he's been kind of, you know, sad about that. Um, he's just kind of lonely by himself. But um, other than that, I haven't had any changes. Mel, and, and, and everything and anything that could call these things to happen, it's what's related in that house. Every, like, if you wanted to call a spirit to do something, your, your surroundings and you have the perfect concussion. For it. Okay. The, the death of your friend that has been, you know, that the suicide thing. Then the whole thing with your the person that lives there with his wife passing away. So it's almost like everybody in that house has someone in the other side closely that in the other side that that they're close to. That you know what I mean? Like the energy would be stronger than the than than the norm. Yes. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. Okay. Um, I would honestly go and I would honestly do like a some kind of, and, and, and I say this uh, um, with a very, uh, my, I want to say a very pure cleaning. I, I, I wouldn't want to tell you to go and 
and and have somebody with a religion go in there. Something very mild, something like with sage, something with opening the windows. It's good that you do it, but it's also good that someone professional that knows what they're doing does it. Okay. Because it's not the same thing as cutting your bangs or having a haircut. Okay. It's totally two different things. There's definitely something in there that's a little stronger than meets the than, than what we're even. I don't want you to get scared or anything like that. But there is definitely something a little stronger. You know, I will set some time and, and go with my husband. He has things that 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 he can you know find out a little more because there's gadgets and gadgets. Um, and, you know, we can sage and, and see where the energy is coming from and the level of the energy and all that. That can help you. So the, the darkness on the, the ceiling, you know, there um, from the from the video, it might look like there's something like below it, but it's just an open floor. And I've never seen it. I mean, you could look at you could log in and look at my the camera now and there's nothing. There's nothing on the ceiling. That's the only time I've ever seen that dark area like that. Is, do you think that that could possibly have something to do with this? I've never seen it before or after that. Before or after, you've never seen it? No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, well. you can, there's not even any, there's not any, the only, it's, it's the night vision camera, and the only thing that's on right. is the lamp behind the couch, which is a good bit of ways from yeah, it. Yeah, but that, that, there's your answer. It's not a coincidence, you know? Yeah. It's it's there, you know, as it's, um, you know, manifesting itself and doing, you know, what it does. It's just like I said, it's it's mysteries of things, you know. I mean, there's people that seen seen spirits clinging to ceilings and, you know, children even, you know, claiming they've seen things. I mean, yeah. there's so many ways that they express themselves and they do things that that you don't really know. Um, how to pinpoint it and like there's no solid answers to none of those things you know but, there's but a, certainly, certainly that it, it it's aware that i was recording you know these right. things that, that know. I know for a yeah that's what i'm gonna tell you that's a, that's something that they know right but they know the cameras are there they know what they're doing with that sense they're always ahead when it comes to yeah. we're the ones who think they're you know if they want to communicate with gadgets itself they either choose not to because they either like you or they don't like the person that's doing that or they just don't want to or what they do if they're gonna have something to say they'll express themselves and they know ahead of time who's gonna be there how it's gonna unfold that that they do know but that's why i'm saying no like it 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 could be a jealous it could be a jealous entity it could be something he wants this person wants to aware you about it could be so many things in that aspect, but knowing that you're taping, they're sending you a message. It's like they're wanting you to wake up. And it, it's what they did is a little stronger than the average paranormal. Just so you know, when I saw the video, it's one of the most vivid videos that I've seen. Am I mistaken? Babe, uh, I'm sorry. No, no it's very, it's very good evidence. It's right there. It's yeah. there, you know. It's it's trying to it's trying to say a statement and it's definitely trying to tell you something. Is it is it something that it'll probably continue to do um, at at times, just in different yes. ways? Yes, it will. It will continue. He needs a lot of light. 
he didn't only commit suicide. One of the things that, that as an entity, he did the worst that he could to keep him at a place where he's stuck in time. Right. So this is what I meant about when you feel the thoughts, sometimes you feel their own energy, you know? You feel like very, you get very, pretty much very dark um, thoughts of things, but it's based because of their own energy. There is no manual. It's the unknown. This is why everybody's so into it and so attracted to it because everyone, everybody wants to know this mystic results. The truth is there really isn't a manual. There's no right or wrong way. Okay. He's not doing it in a way because he wants to to scare me or anything. It's just no, a... I don't think he wants to scare you now, but... Sometimes they know how to do things a certain way. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, like I said, the, the the way that he passed isn't the best. It wasn't the best. All right. So what happened after all that garbage moving on top of the table and, and garbage bags and the black hole in the ceiling? And then later you, I heard you had scratches and you heard a goat when the music was playing. What what what, what yeah, wrapped up? Yeah, I mean, it got, got pretty crazy after that because that was kind of the first, that was like the initial um time that I that I noticed something going on in the house but it did get worse uh there was one night I was out um on the back patio watching tv on the projector screen and you can see um, I go into the house and there's nobody there but me and I was boiling eggs on the stove and you see me come in and I go to the bathroom and when I'm in the bathroom I could hear it was like a fan turning on and off it's like "Mm," like a humming and I you can see I stick my head out the bathroom door you can hear you can hear the fan like going on and off and it was the fan to the to the hood of the oven and then I take off running over to it and I'm trying to turn it off and it's making that beeping sound like when you push uh the the fan on your on the microwave to to turn the the fan on Mm -hmm. the stove you can hear the beeping when I'm pushing it and it wouldn't go off but when it was doing it by itself there was no beep it was just going full blast and then off and so you know when I took off running over to the, the stove I thought okay well, let me just look at it this way. This was, a, it's a nice entity because it's just reminding me not to burn the eggs. <laughs> but it did get worse because I did come down to Miami and I was speaking to a friend that's like a spiritual healer. And um, he told me that it was going to get worse and it was going to get physical. And kid you not, like two days later is when I noticed I woke up with all the scratches and stuff on my back. That was clearly not something that I could do myself. Yeah. And so then not long after that, um, the house was sold. <laughs> wow. And I moved to Miami. And after you left the house, that's it? I haven't had any issues. Wow. So it was the house. Mm-hmm. I wonder who they sold it to and what poor people that are there now, huh? I don't know, but well. I'm not going to be around to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mel, for your updates. And I want to wish you and all my potheads a happy, happy brand new new year. And may all your dreams come true this 2024. Thanks for listening. And one more thing. Don't, don't fall off the pod. Ready. Listen up, potheads. Now's your chance to be on the pod. If you have a story, say it right here. Go to podwithme.com. Fill out the PR guest form and submit. Very easy, right? Oh, and before I forget, go ahead and follow us on social media. The links to Facebook and Instagram are right there. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm Alex J. Aguiar, and until next time, don't fall off the pod. Ready?